Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Welcome our uh, thousands of new premium members to BillOReilly.com. They were given us Christmas gifts and things like that. We've got a whole new crew in here uh, to supplement the old crew, which keeps growing. Um, and I, tonight on The Final Thought, I, there are 10 things that all premium members, concierge members on BillOReilly.com get that enhance your life. And I'm going to run down all 10 in case you don't know what they are. Um, tonight begins our election coverage, the presidential vote, about 10 months away. And it's going to rip roar. And the reason I'm beginning it tonight is because the lying has already started from the media. It really distresses me on a personal level. And I've talked to all my colleagues about it. Nobody denies it's happening. But if you are going to sit in your living room and watch cable TV news or network news, you are not going to get the truth. You're absolutely not going to get it. I'm going to prove that to you tonight. Okay. And this damages you as a person, damages your vote, damages the country. And I've had enough, but there's little I can do other than give you an honest presentation. That's my fight back. Okay, and that's what I will do. So um, our first edition of election coverage begins this evening, and that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. Um, January 15th is the Iowa Republican Caucus. Trump is a lock to win that. All right. That is because not all Republicans vote in Iowa. It's the hardcore party activists that vote, most of whom are MAGA people. So Governor DeSantis of Florida 
staking everything on Iowa, and he can't possibly win it. And he just can't, unless between now and the 15th, there's some atom bomb drops or something. After Trump wins the caucus, and he, he will win by a, a pretty wide margin, it's over for DeSantis. He's got to drop out of the race because he can't raise money. Now, he'll probably carry on through New Hampshire, which is January 23rd. That's a Democrat and Republican primary. But here's the deal in New Hampshire. Anybody can vote for any party. So I expect a surge of Democrat voters to go to Nikki Haley to damage Donald Trump. It's already underway. So Biden is running unopposed. There's some guy running against him, but it's, it's nothing. And so Democrats are going to go, well, we know Biden's going to be the nominee, but he's really not. But that's a whole different story. So we're going to go and vote in the Republican side against Trump. That will inflate Nikki Haley's numbers. And you'll hear hysteria in the media about that. Now, how extensive that crossover is going to be in the Granite State? Remember, New Hampshire is a tiny state. I, nobody can predict it, but money is going in there now, all right, to organize Democrats to vote against Trump for Haley. Now, you might say, well, why wouldn't they vote for Christy or Ramaswamy or uh, DeSantis? Because the Democrats know those three have no chance. Haley is going to hang in. There are only three viable politicians for presidency right now. Trump, Biden, Haley. That's it. Okay. So New Hampshire is going to be a very interesting thing to watch, but you're not going to get it reported accurately like I just did. You're not. They're not going to say that. Even a Fox News channel, which doesn't like Biden at all, they don't want Trump. The management of the operation doesn't want Trump. So there's a conflict there. They bash Biden, FNC does, every day. But they don't want Trump to win. So they're desperately hoping that Nikki Haley rises quickly. And that you'll see that coverage on FNC if you do watch that. You'll see the Haley coverage. Now, Haley herself runs into trouble about the Civil War snafu, uh, where somebody asks her, you know, the cause of the Civil War, whatever. Dopey question. has nothing to do with now. Um, Haley doesn't mention slavery. Press runs wild. I, I don't care. <laughs> okay. Do I think that Nikki Haley understands what the Civil War was all about? Yes, I do. Why she didn't mention slavery, I don't know. Do I care? I don't care. It has nothing to do with you or me or what the present political situation is. Now, after New Hampshire, got South Carolina, which is Trump country, February 3rd. Nevada, anything could happen in Nevada on February 6th. Michigan, February 27th. Michigan's a big vote, but Trump's strong. He's running strong among Republicans in Michigan, working class people. Super Tuesday, March 5th. All right. And then it's over. So the primary season is over March 6th. 
you can imagine that. That's it. Um, so summing up, uh, we're going to have the best, most honest election coverage. I have told you that President Biden is the worst president in modern American history. Buchanan is the worst of all time, but there's been nobody as bad as Joe Biden has been. So I can't vote for Biden under any circumstances. I mean, maybe if Putin ran against him, I, I could vote for him, but it, I can't. But that's not going to shade my coverage at all. When Trump does something dopey, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to I'm going to report it accurately. All right. Um, Biden himself, I'm going to get into this uh, later on this week. It's a convention play for the Democrats, not a primary play. I still don't believe he's going to run, be on a ticket. And that's the memo. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, Congress gets back uh, next Monday. Um, the Senate shows up. The House shows up a week from today. January 9th, Supreme Court, January 8th. Now, the Supreme Court is to make almost instantaneous decisions on uh, Trump's petition that he should not be um, prosecuted for decision making as president. And I'll get into that a little bit more um, in a couple of minutes. Also, the Supreme Court is going to take care of this Colorado Maine stuff, trying to keep Trump off the ballot. I just I know they will, what the time frame is, end of January, maybe before. Okay. Um, I got a uh, missive last night on uh, a text, and I spent two hours reading it about the Trump campaign's analysis of fraud in the last election, 2000. Um, not 2000, I get it right. O'Reilly, come on now, 2020. All right. Now, I went over it. it. Nobody else will, but I did. I read it. In order to verify what the Trump campaign is saying, because there's stats galore, it, it took me two hours to get through this. You'd have to have subpoena power, which I don't have. I should have it, but I don't. You would have to have subpoena power to back up what the Trump administration is saying. But the reason they put this out is that they say in Georgia, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Arizona, and Michigan, five states, there was voter fraud, and here it is. And they mention Mark Zuckerberg, $400 million going into those states, and they mention a lot of stuff. 
And they got stat after stat after stat after stat after stat after stat. The reason the Trump administration did that, Trump campaign, I should say, is because they're sending that to the Supreme Court. They're saying, look, here's what we found out, and it's within the president's authority to question it and give an opinion on it. So you can't prosecute them for doing that. You understand what it is? So the Supreme Court's going to have to read the same thing that I read, all the nine justices, and I hope they do read it. And they're going to have to say, and they'll give it to their clerks, check this, check that, check this. If there's validity, Trump's right. That's his job. He's got to look at it. And he came to that conclusion because he wanted to come to that conclusion. But legally, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But for me as a journalist, I can't verify what the Trump campaign says unless I have subpoena power and get these people in and question them under oath and all. I don't know. The FBI should have done that years ago. But they'll never do it. All right, new poll out today. Uh, the Economist left-leaning, YouGov, 1,521 U.S. adults, um, most of them registered voters, Democrat 40%, Republican 39, Independent 18, fair sample. Do you have a favorable or unfavorable opinion of Joe Biden? Favorable 39, unfavorable 58, and that will sink even further because Biden's policies are not going to change. You know, they'll do something on the border, but it's too late. And the economy, you're paying what you're paying, and then those prices aren't going to come down in any significant way. Kamala Harris, favorable 38, one point below Biden, unfavorable 53, and that's not going to turn around either. I mean, Kamala Harris is just not a credible vice president at this point in history. Donald Trump, favorable 45 now for the economists. That's a big number, 45. Unfavorable 52. That's way better than Biden's numbers. Governor DeSantis, favorable 38, seven points lower than Trump. Unfavorable 45, seven points lower than Trump. It's not a good number for a candidate that has to surge. And I don't believe the governor will. Nikki Haley, favorable 33. That surprised me. Unfavorable uh, 41 for Nikki Haley. Don't know 26. So that people, she has a chance to turn that around a little. Chris Christie, favorable 25. That's the lowest number in the survey. Um, Unfavorable 52. Uh, He doesn't have a chance and he'll be gone shortly. Uh, Joining us now uh, from Miami, not a bad place to be in January, Mark Penn, who's the chairman of the Harvard Harris Poll, which will have uh, some numbers coming out in the middle of this month. We follow that poll. We believe that poll is uh, responsible. Um, Mr. Penn is a Harvard grad and obviously is working with Harvard now. So uh, do you have any thoughts on the brouhaha that has developed in Cambridge? Well, I think President Gay did the right thing. Her position was really unsustainable at this point between donors, teachers, congressional investigations, and ever-mounting allegations of plagiarism that 
were really written up extensively by the Harvard Crimson at first. And, uh, and then, you know, more was found. I looked at it. It was pretty convincing that cut and paste was something that uh, she did frequently, according to if you just look at it. So, uh, so I, I think this, this, this had to break this way. Uh, it'll be interesting to see whether or not the corporate directors who are mostly, you know, former Obama uh, administration officials. It's really quite interesting how the Harvard Corporation became mostly Obama appointed officials who appoint themselves. And as a Harvard grad, I always thought the, the overseers that we vote for actually had the power. And so I was kind of shocked to learn that that wasn't the case at all. No. What about the most people don't go to Harvard. They can't go to Harvard. They don't care about Harvard. But this whole thing, as I pointed out in my memo today, influences politics in this country, does it not? Well, look, I, I do think this is a, a, a watershed event here on some big issues that had been brewing. And when I look back at my, my last poll, you know, I had a very specific question, right? I question, do you think, look, everybody in the world heard about this congressional hearing. It's, it's, really, it's really astounding. And 74% and said that presidents who said that calls for genocide on Jews on their campuses are not necessarily a violation of their school code of, con code of conduct uh, and harassment policies, because it depends on the context. Should they resign? 74% said they should resign. In fact, interestingly, everybody agreed, even younger people uh, who agreed. But, but I think that the, the, you know, what I try to do at the poll is really ask a lot of questions that I don't think are asked everywhere. Uh, and I said, look, you know, uh, do you think that identity politics based on race has come to dominate our elite university? 64% agreed with that. And again, 69% of 18 to 24 year olds. But but the real incredible question to me said, there's an ideology that white people are oppressors and non-white people of certain groups have been oppressed. And as a result should be favored today at universities and for employment. Do you support this ideology, 35, oppose at 65? But then when I look at 18 to 24, 79% support that ideology. Yeah, because they don't know anything. I mean, they're not out in the real world. They don't see for themselves what's really happening in the marketplace. They live in a dream world where they get a lot of stuff on the internet from the sites that they favor. Let's talk about um, the upcoming, uh, because this is what's going to be on BillOReilly.com and the No Spin News. We are going to have the best election coverage, and you're one of the smartest guys in this arena. So, the Iowa caucus is a lock for Trump, as I said last night, because it's full of MAGA people. And maybe Haley will do a little bit better than expected. But that's the last stand for DeSantis. Am I wrong? No, I, I, I think you're right about that. I think that, the, the, that, first of all, the Iowa caucus is not really been very predictive on the Republican side. When I looked at this a few months ago, it turned out that New Hampshire primary is really pretty predictive. Winners of the New Hampshire primary often won the Republican nomination. Uh, winners of the Iowa caucus, because it's a much more conservative evangelical group than right. say in the 23 states where independent voters are gonna be able to vote. 
And and so the, the, I think I think our Iowa is really going to be DeSantis's last stand or not, and New Hampshire is really going to be the opportunity for Nikki Haley or not. Well, and let's let's get on to that because I my reporting shows that there is an organized movement on the Democratic side to have New Hampshire Democrats vote for Nikki Haley to embarrass Donald Trump. A lot of money going in to make that happen right now as we speak. And I do believe that will happen. And the New Hampshire primary will be closer than most people think. Trump will win, but not by a large margin. Whereupon the anti-Trump media will grab that for at least a week and say, Trump's weak, Trump's damaged, bump, 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 bump. But it's not a Republican primary. Anybody can vote for whoever they want, right? Well, that, that is right. And especially when there's no Democratic contest. Nobody. Nobody right? to so, go for. So all the but, hate Trumpers are going to vote for Haley. So I say that the New Hampshire primary doesn't mean anything. See, I thought, though, the Democrats were going to tell their people to vote for Trump. <laughs> no, <laughs> because... no, no, they fear Trump now. They fear, and that poll I just gave you from The Economist, all right, proves it. They fear Trump because Trump's beating Biden in a number of the swing states. But anyway, I don't think the New, Ham I think the New Hampshire primary means nothing. But wait do you see what the media does. Now, for you, Mark Penn. What is the most important issue in the campaign? What do you think the most important issue is? Well, I, there's no question that the voters are saying the most important issue is inflation and the economy, followed by immigration. And in fact, you know, it's really interesting. International affairs, despite how, how big it is in the news and how, frankly, it's important to me, uh, only 2% or like there's almost no interest in international affairs. No, because people living day to day with their paying for necessities. That's number one. And the border outrage is number two. I can't understand how President Biden can risk his entire legacy with the open border policy. I don't know where he's coming from on that. Do you? Uh, I have been completely puzzled that, in fact, the administration didn't accept some kind of deal to get the funding they want for Ukraine and Israel in exchange for border protections when he could say, oh, the Republicans dragged me over. But most of the swing voters at this point are saying, you know, immigration is a real issue here. I know. This Even the Democrats, the Democrats are screaming and Biden still won't do anything. It is just one of these historical things that I don't know if it'll ever be clarified. Certainly Biden's not going to clarify it. What about the dissatisfaction within the Democratic Party about Biden? We see, and a lot of this is propaganda, I will acknowledge from the right wing and the Republicans, they're putting out that Hispanics don't like Biden anymore, that blacks are defecting from him, that the Democratic Party doesn't want him what is true from your perspective? Yeah, I, I have been puzzled by why the, let's call it more Republican-leaning media always tries to pick on Biden and say that the Democrats don't support him. Biden's getting 72% of the primary vote. He's well-liked among Democrats. 
you know, while obviously his polling isn't good and it's going to be a really tough reelection, the truth is Democrats are more consolidated around Biden than I would say even. Well, there's nobody else, though. You consolidate about there's nobody else. But independents don't like a mark. And, you know, that's the key to the next president. It's the independent vote. They don't like Biden at all. No, uh, they don't. And but the truth is, both Biden and Trump are running, let's call them personal favorables, around 40 percent each. Right. If you look in the electorate, maybe Trump is up to 43, 44 in my poll, which is much higher than I've seen it. Uh, Biden, as you say, is, is around, you know, is, is, if you look at that poll, I think it's a fair poll. So neither candidate is getting a majority support. But this whole talk about Democrats defecting from Biden, not really seeing that. And as you said, if they were really defecting, you would have had opposition. He didn't have opposition. No, well, it's a money play. But I think Biden is going to bail for health reasons. And the convention then will nominate someone else. That's my scenario for it. I can't imagine them putting him up again. I just can't. Because it's going to get worse for him. Hunter Biden thing is going to get worse for him. His age is like he's not making a comeback anytime soon. I mean, you and I are old guys, but we're pretty spry. <laughs> he's not. Um, all right, Mark. Mark Penn, I hope you'll check in with us. I know you're really busy, and I, I got to tell the audience, I really appreciate you coming on the No Spin News to tell us about it. Um, and when you put out your new poll, hopefully we get you back and we'll analyze what you found out, okay? Thank you. Right now, we'll, we'll have a new poll sort of towards the later part of the month. But, you know, public opinion hasn't moved months in, much in months. No, right? but with and the so Supreme Court making their ruling and more Hunter Biden stuff coming up, I think you might see a little bit of movement, but who knows? Mark Penn, thank you very much. We appreciate it. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day. And we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Now, the border is really going to hurt Biden. There's no doubt about it. The economy's first, border is second. So the guy in charge of the border, he's not really in charge, is Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Notice how I roll the R. That's my Spanish um, academia. So Mayorkas takes orders. That's all he does. He he doesn't make any decisions at all. And 10 million uh, foreign nationals, as he pointed out, are here in three years. So (laughs) obviously Mayorkas is not doing a good job, right? So now they want to impeach him. They, the Homeland Security Committee in the House, chaired by Mike Green. Here's what Mr. Green said yesterday, quote, our investigation made clear that this crisis finds its foundation 
in Secretary Mayorkas' decision-making and refusal to enforce the laws passed by Congress, that his failure to fulfill his oath of office demands accountability, unquote. Okay, I don't have any disagreement with that, um, but I will tell you two things that are certain. Number one, this is being done uh, with the knowledge that Mayorkas is not going to be booted out of there, that Biden is going to stay with him, and the Senate will never convict him and throw him out. And number two, it's being done to embarrass Biden, to bring attention to, as if you need more attention. But some people are pretty slow on the uptake. Um, but that's what this is. Now, I'm not making excuses for Mayorkas. I mean, anybody who is that weak and that incompetent doesn't deserve to be, uh, you know, water in the lawn of uh, federal buildings. Texas. So um, this is Attorney General Merrick Garland against Governor Greg Abbott. Mano a mano. So Garland suing Abbott in the state of Texas because Abbott signed a law that says if we, Texas authorities, that means the Texas Rangers, local police officers, we find an uncredentialed foreign national in Texas, we're arresting that person on a criminal charge. Okay? Garland said, you can't do that. Only the federal government can do that. Goes to court. That's what this is all about. Now, on paper, Garland is correct. But in reality... Abbott, the governor, has an obligation to protect the people of Texas from being overrun by foreign invaders. And that's what it is. So I have this dopey earpiece in my uh, right here. I have to. So anyway, Texas will probably lose. But again, it's a symbolic situation. OK, let's go to the far left. And you know what? I've been thinking about this a lot. Ten years ago. I was doing the O'Reilly Factor on the Fox News channel. Totally different country. Totally different country. Okay? Though um, Barack Obama was president, a lot of conservatives didn't like him, but there was order in America. Now there's not. There's disorder everywhere, largely a fault of Joe Biden. So 10 years ago, the far left could not get away with what they're getting away with now. And the reason is that the press wasn't quite as radical left as it is now. It's a media thing that allows these people, these radical leftist socialists, to get away with what they get away with. There's also a cloak of secrecy. I mean, very few people knew how radical left Harvard is. I kind of knew because I'm an alumnus, but I didn't think it was that out of control. When Claudine Gay got appointed president six months ago, I didn't say, oh, she's odious or she's this or she's that. I didn't do that. I gave her a chance. But now the woman won't even condemn students who call for the murders of Jewish people. And Jewish students at Harvard are petrified. She won't even condemn that. 
And now we learn that she's plagiarized a number of things, which in academia is very serious. Okay, so she's out. So she's a victim, though. Claudine Gay sees herself as a victim. She writes an op-ed in the New York Times, of course. says, quote, My hope is that by stepping down, I will deny demagogues the opportunity to further weaponize my presidency and their campaign to undermine the ideals emanating Harvard since its founding. Excellence, openness, independence, truth. Oh, so that the uh, demagogues are after her. Got it? Now, you may remember that Harvard, in a study, was ranked the lowest college for freedom of speech. I don't know how openness and excellence goes in with you rank the worst in freedom of speech on campus. But Dr. Gay doesn't really care, does she? She's a victim. It's racism. That's why. It's not plagiarism. It's not she can't condemn threats of murder against Jews. No. No, it's the color of her skin. So here's the Boston Globe, one of the most liberal newspapers in the world. Here's her editorial this week. Quote, Gay's resignation from the presidency may have been inevitable, given the obvious hypocrisy for a university that punishes 19-year-old students for lesser academic integrity offenses. They're talking about plagiarism here. But it is bound to open even more wounds to many inside and outside Harvard She was a trailblazer, was unfairly put under a microscope, subjected to racist abuse, and now driven from office. That's right. Oh, it's racist abuse. That's what it is, Boston Globe. See, they all circle the wagons together. And the themes are all sent to them from Washington. And then the liberal press kind of just comes out with the same thing. There's no difference of opinion within that precinct. Okay, Um, so we have uh, a bunch of people running around trying to sell to the American public that it's not Claudine Gay's She didn't do anything wrong. Plagiarism, ah, you know, the Jewish thing, ah, it's the demagogues, the right-wing Democrats. The Associated Press goes out to all the small newspapers from Fairbanks, Alaska to Key West, Florida. They subscribe to the Associated Press. Listen to this headline. Plagiarism charges downed Harvard's president. A conservative attack helped to fan the outrage. And here's in the article, quote, in Gay's case, many academics were troubled with how the plagiarism came to light as part of a coordinated campaign to discredit Gay and force her from office, part because of her involvement in efforts for racial justice on campus, unquote, Associated Press. So not condemning the murder of Jews which is what Dr. Gay did. She didn't condemn it. That's racial justice, according to the Associated Press. Now, this is just insane. So 
there's been an uproar, and Laura Lauren Easton, VP of the Associated Press, says, quote, the story doesn't meet our standards. Well, then how did it ever get out? You have editors that go over this stuff. That whole story is absurd. It got out because the Associated Press is a left-wing news organization. I knew that from the jump. When I started at Fox News 27 years ago, there's a guy named David Bowder, still writes for them. He's a TV writer, B-A-U-D-E-R. Just day in and day out, smashing Fox News for not, nothing. AP. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bernie Sanders, the leader of the progressive socialist movement in America, uh, does not like Israel one bit. Um, I just want to bring this to your attention because that's what's driving these demonstrations, these anti-Israel demonstrations. It's Bernie Sanders and his crew. Here's what he said yesterday, quote, let me be clear, no more U.S. funding for Netanyahu's illegal, immoral, brutal, and grossly disproportionate war against the Palestinian people. Congress must reject any effort to pass $10 billion of unconditional military aid for the right-wing Netanyahu government, unquote. It's not a war against the Palestinian people. Everybody knows that. It is a war against Hamas. But Bernie Sanders is a propagandist, and he doesn't care. Uh, Ray Epps, remember Ray Epps? So the uh, hard right said Ray Epps uh, is a, a plant, government plant. He encouraged people to break into the Capitol on January 6th. Ray is a former Marine, uh, Arizonan. He worked in the Oath Keepers far-right organization. Uh, he was allegedly an FBI plant. Okay, so now the Justice Department says um, they are going to recommend six months in jail. Epps pleaded guilty on September 20th to a misdemeanor charge of disorderly conduct on January 6th. And um, the uh, Justice Department wants to put him in jail for six months. Uh, I w- if I were the judge, I would not put him in jail. Okay? I would give him, you know, probation, maybe fine him, something like that, community service. I don't think you put a guy like that in jail. But the important thing is that you heard over and over and over and over again that this guy was a government plant. He was not. He's actually suing Fox News. That civil suit is still in play. Smart life. So the average American, based on a survey of 2,000 of us, um, says they feel 70% healthy. Okay? This comes from Cambia Health. It's a foundation 
investigates all kinds of health things, all right? One poll took the number. So they're not operating at 100%. Now, when I saw this poll, I think this is a smart life segment. So this is pretty interesting. What do I operate on? Some days I'm at 100%, okay? Uh, some days I'm at 70. So it's a sliding scale. A lot of it depends on uh, the amount of exercise I get and what I eat. So if I eat a big, heavy meal, I'm not operating at 100%. Um, if I don't get the terror dog out four times a day, you know, I'm a little sluggish. Um, but most Americans don't say they are not operating at 100%. They also say that 30% say it's not that important to get seven to nine hours sleep. It is, but 30% say it's not. Okay. 25% say a positive mindset influences the way you feel. I'm not sure about that. I mean, if you're really grossly negative, that's going to bring you down. But I don't think you have to be skipping around like Mary Poppins. Um, this is interesting. Only 12% of Americans think they need mental health help. <laughs> okay. But that, that's logical. So if you're a nut, if you're a loon, if you're a narcissist, very rarely will those people admit that they're a nut, a loon, or a narcissist. I'm fine. Okay. Um, and 18% of Americans do not have a doctor. That's bad. That is bad. You got to have a doctor, smart life. Got to have somebody you trust. You got to search it. Okay, here is the final thought of the day. As uh, I said at the top of the program, <clears throat> excuse me. Welcome to all you new BillOReilly.com premium and concierge members. Concierge is the ultimate, which means you get a direct email line to me, and I will help you should you have any problems. I'll give you our best advice, and that's a life insurance policy for your life at a very minimal cost. So I, I worked hard all morning, and we had a bunch of problems we had to solve today. But premium and concierge members get 10 things. Number one, every morning, Message of the day. Every morning, go in there, there it is. Transcripts of the No Spin News. Sometimes I talk rapidly. We give a lot of stats. You want a transcript? Free. Boom, right to you. Discounts all the time on anything we have in our store. That adds up big time, pays for your membership. Okay? Radio appearances. I do Hannity on Wednesday. I do WABC on Thursday, sit in the morning. I do Mark Simone, another New York guy. I do a number of radio appearances. They are all listed on BillOReilly.com. And they're fun, okay? News quizzes. They are really fun. It's for you guys. New polls. We have polls a couple of times a week. Let us know what you think, okay? Staff commentary. So I allow my staff to give their opinion. That's democracy, right? They have a commentary, all right, where they can put forth their points of view. And it doesn't have to coincide with mine. We have number eight, 
Sunday column. Now, this Sunday, I wrote about Newsom and why he's given the migrants the free health care. There is a reason. Okay? Number nine, News Nation. If you missed me on Vittert or Cuomo, we post it. So you can see it anytime you want. Okay, I'd like you to watch it live because then you can give me feedback immediately on News Nation. I like the network. I want to help them. Okay, and finally, tweets. So I'm a tweeting madman, and we list my tweets. And Holly Deterra Dog, who's doing much better, thank you, uh, is featured in a lot of the tweets. I hope you saw her uh, get up for the New Year's Eve. <laughs> Holly's demanding more and more treats for the tweets, okay? Till Holly knows she's the subject of the tweets and wants more treats because of that. And finally, um, again, I want to tell you that we are going to have the most honest election coverage in this country by far. Nobody tells me what to do. Nobody would dare do that. They didn't do it at the Fox News Channel, by the way. They didn't, nobody even tried. Sometimes they sulked about what I said. Sometimes they would voice displeasure about what I said on the factor. But they never told me, you can't do that, you can't say that. Why? Because I wouldn't have been there the next day. I did leave jobs because people tried to tell me what to say. I would never do that. The second thing is I write all my own material. Nobody writes for me. Nobody, you know, I, I write everything. We don't even have a writer at BillOReilly.com. Um, so when you hear our election coverage, you know it comes from me. And yes, I want Biden out of there. I want him out of there in the worst way. There's nothing good about having him run this country. But I'm not going to shade the coverage. I'm not. I'm going to tell you what's happening and why it's happening. And I was wrong about the red wave last time around. When I made my prediction that the Republicans would take the Senate and the House. I was wrong. I don't think I'm going to be wrong this year because we are really devoting so much time for this. So anyway, again, Happy New Year. I hope 24 is very good for you. Uh, we really appreciate you watching and listening to the No Spin News. We hope you'll consider premium membership in our operation. See you again on Monday. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.